pee because of all the excitement. <laughs> We're finally here. We're on level four right now, but we are doing the level one recap because we finally got to that point in the podcast. Um, yes. So in this episode, we are going to go start to finish all things and everything's in level one. I'm going to ask a few questions to our players. Um, this is a great episode to listen to if you don't want to watch any of the level one episodes because this is going to be your quick, quick, quick recap of everything A to Z, S being Stymphalium Bird, X being Xylo. Let's go. Also, when you hear this noise, we will cut to a blooper clip that has to do with what we're talking about in the recap, but this is long lost footage. Nope, this is an audio recording. This is long lost audio from a past episode that just didn't make it into the episode for time reasons and that perhaps may be funny. It's probably funny. <laughs> um, so we'll start. We have three characters. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm Tyler. Uh, I play Ferret. Um... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> fucking ferret. I'm gonna go downstairs. That's this guy's name. Is fucking ferret. His Got name it. is ferret. He His likes name it. is ferret. Please call me ferret. Okay, you should have some of this. Anything else? Not, okay. not really. Twenty-eight too years much. old and I still fucking vape. <laughs> I do too now. It's okay. Well, well, <laughs> Yeah, we'll get, to, we'll get to Colton's stuff in a minute. Yeah. I'm Mackenzie, also go by Mac, and I am Leap Bronneville, who is dwarfed barbarian. Sorry, really quick. My only thing that I have a plus for is athletics. Everything else is zero or negative. <laughs> barbarian! <laughs> Hit things! I am hard. strong! <laughs> okay. I like yep. hard things, I'm sorry, my dwarf. I'm Colton, I play uh, the team's leader. I'm just kidding. Um, I play Charles Alistair Grayson, the, the prettiest of boys. The prettiest, the prettiest of, of boys. The prettiest of broody boys. Uh, my name is Harley. Master. I'm the dungeon master. I've played Eos, <laughs> Jeff, Chet, Chad, Lucius, the king, the queen, Robin the egg, another <laughs> Greg, the harpy. You don't have to do this. I played a bird, Greg too. Greg! <laughs> um, hey, that that character portrait's awesome. <laughs> when we started level one, uh, we started with these three main characters waking up in the town of Oya. And they each woke up in varying circumstances with no memories. Can you all explain the circumstances you woke up in? In order again? Oh, yeah, no. Uh, Leaf Trossa woke up on a farm 
and was being held by a pitchfork by a very angry farmer and there was a lot of dead sheep and at the time I did not know what had happened uh, but then of course as you'll find out in the last few episodes of gaining my memory that it was indeed me that wrecked his <laughs> How did Lee feel at the end of the level finding out that it was her that killed these sheep? I think there was a lot of internal tor- turmoil because I'm trying to play my character as lawfully good. But as I'm reflecting and learning more about myself, especially with that first memory, I realized, oh, I was out of control and I need to rein that in. And so trying to follow with that along the story, I'm trying to be good at, but then some things are kind of hard to dictate, like what's too much punishment or not enough punishment. Such as then about just <laughs> slaughtering the sheep for no for fun to be honest so <laughs> uh ferret how did you wake up dude i woke up <clears throat> like bond bondage styled to a tree um was there anything in your butt unfortunately not uh Dang. it was not that much of an exciting I night for <laughs> ferret. first first session dm just like you wake up you're tied to a tree you go to move and you realize, God, there's something in my ass. <laughs> I'm so, um, yeah, he was uh, lashed to a tree uh, and was able to use his his nimble fingers to to um, access his uh, small knife and everything to get himself free and. Um, Retraced all of his steps and everything. Ended up meeting a um, a com- a, compa- a traveling companion for a short time, named Zylo, which um, we've met in level one. <clears throat> At first, I didn't. Uh, I really did not trust Zylo whatsoever, um, especially as Ferret uh, having well having woken up. I asked this guy what his name is. Brian, can I insight check him? Being bound to a tree and everything and then finding the only footsteps uh, leading to this strange individual who had um, the previous night uh, enjoyed the company of of not just Barrett, but his uh, um, quote-unquote mother. Um... Who is who is definitely not his biological mom by any means. Um, so I was very uh, kind of suspicious and uh, going into it, figuring out if it was this individual that was the cause of my predicament than the night before. But coming coming to find out through interrogating Zylo that there was nothing that he did other than offer delicious desserts 
<laughs> his tarts. Oh, his yeah. tarts. Try my tarts. Was it him and her, or his lady that made him? His wife, he, his made, wife them. made him, and he was peddling them, yeah. essentially, on this. Peddling? <laughs> on this journey. I've only had one my... vision through my past, and it was kind of useless. It was just, you, you remember what these tarts were like, and it makes you water and fucking water. No, it was his... his sharing? Yeah, he, he was sharing. Oh, was such a nice guy. He was yeah. so nice. He... Yeah. He... You don't think so? I don't know. God, you pissed him off so much in that fucking tavern. In Oya, in Abel's tavern. The next morning when I burned down the fucking kitchen. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We're not there. How did you wake up, Charles? Uh, I woke up, passed out... Uh, I had passed out drunk in a in a bar the night before, and I woke up hungover as shit to uh, some asshole pouring a bucket of water on my head, and then trying to mug me. Oh yeah, I tried to seduce the barmaid. I forgot about that. You did. Yeah, and it failed miserably. She didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, boner killer to the max. She's nice so lady. like through through some magical spells I was able to convince him to like let me pay off my tab and like help him out so that they wouldn't try to beat me up so he he sent me to go get this wheel for one of for his wagon down at this farm's house <laughs> I go to the farmer's house to pick the wheel and what's his name I don't remember um but the farmer was like rustling of paper. he was like sorry I'm a little on edge I woke up and there's this girl all covered in blood and all my, my sheep were they were uh, fucked were, were slaughtered all and all my this sheep were and fucked. I just went uh-huh so about that wheel right <laughs> <laughs> uh, I took the wheel back to Eos's tavern and he still tried to mug me so I beat the shit out of him you well like just him. him one guy the ran guy away and then the other guy pissed himself yeah, cause you showed up there while I was going to get the wheel. We like Callistus. Yeah, we passed each other. Yeah, that guy. The farmer's name was Callistus. He was a genuinely good man. Yeah, <laughs> that bad things happened to. All yeah. the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah, so when I left the tavern, Lee showed up there, right? Yeah, cause it was the closest one. You guys like ships barely cross paths. Passing well, me by. Something happened to you there. At the tavern? Yeah. Um, the, the wonderful kiss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of many failures in the love life attempts. The many failures of leaf trucks. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember how exactly it went down. I think I was just asking for like a bath and a drink. And then he like said, for a kiss I can do that. And I was like, uh, sure. Which is pretty nuts that he said that because you were covered in blood. Yeah, so it's a little odd and disturbing <laughs> now that I'm reflecting back on that. I was into some shit <laughs> that They were propositioning that in my state, but so that didn't go well. So then I went to the next inn nearby where the lady there was much more kind and more warm. 
and helped me get a bath and a bed and wash my clothes and anybody remember her name? Abel. Abel. Mm-hmm. Abel was very nice and telling me just how what an odd night she had had, morning she had had. And uh, I'm trying to think. So were was you flirting before or after? No, because you went to bed, and then I showed up, and then I went to bed, and then he showed up. Um, so I showed up at that tavern um, after whatever Charles did to everybody had gone down. So I literally walked into everybody all collapsed on the ground and everything. Nobody really coherent. So I was like, cool, I'm going to take this drink and walk out and that's when I went and found the inn and tried to talk to Abel and seduce her for more information, which failed to no avail, which I believe is after you got there, but before you got there. After Lee got there and before Charles got there. Because I went to bed early and then yeah. I woke up late at night. Charles would have been there first. Yeah, because I... So I, I was there after both mm-hmm. of them. Okay, yeah, so... Watch. And then you woke up in the morning in this inn in Oya. I had agreed to make breakfast. Uh, and that's, that's kind of when the dad duty started. <laughs> I don't know yeah, why, that was but I was it. just like, I'm going to be the party dad. That's, that's my role. That's what you did. Um, apparently, my roles to cook food are so much better than any of my saving throws. Yeah. Or your combat throws. Lately we've gotten better at it. I think early on, like, when I tried to fight that wolf in the middle of the night, I forget why I was trying to go back to the other inn. Dude, I don't know. I need but my, I got rocked by just one wolf. I couldn't do anything. I know, but you were level one. True. Well, anytime and we got hit with a status effect, we were just useless. Yes. I did well, almost burn down the kitchen. You did almost burn down the kitchen. Yeah. Um, tried to play that off. She saw the chip, so I got it put out. She sees the bird marks and just like gives me this huge, are you fucking kidding me look? And I'm just like, no, it's fine. See, the food's here. <laughs> that poor woman. She yeah. dealt with a lot with you guys. No, I felt yeah. like listening back because that's, I did listen to those ones. Um, but no, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, this just bloodied, beaten up dwarf walks in like, hey, can you clean me up and give me a place to stay? She's like, oh, gosh, really sure. Her kindness, and then just me walking in. Well, I guess mine was later. Uh, some gnome walking in being like, hey, you want to fuck? I'm really bad at it. And then <laughs> the next morning, <laughs> the other guy almost burning down her tavern. Just like, this poor woman. And she was still nothing but nice to us. Yeah, she was so nice the whole time. Wonder if we'll ever run into her again. Probably not. She's we got can. a lot of bullshit to deal with. We can decide to go back there. That's true. Could take us back. Back to our hometown. How did we meet, though? I mean, at the tavern. We met at breakfast. Yeah, did we all just sit down at the bar and we just started noticing the bar. each other? Him and Zylo were at a table. Yep. And... He pissed Zylo off, and Zylo got up and walked away. You went and joined Zylo, and then when I was done cooking, I joined the two of you. 
So can I make an insight check to see if she even like acknowledged my good morning? I, don't I said think she heard you. No, I shook my head towards you. Okay. And then that's when I went to talk oh, to Abel. I missed that. Oh, I missed that too. Okay. Sorry, I know I don't have a voice. You literally so you looked. Don't know you when looked I'm... at me and went, Abel. Like that's no, how I, I thought went... that went. And I was like, Oh, okay, this bitch. Abel. <laughs> <laughs> This motherfucker. I know, I Not don't have a voice. how you I'm, do. I'm trying to find my voice, but it's just hard on my throat. Because I'm trying to do, like, a... Uh, I'm trying to do, like, a so, kind of thing, but then it's just... It's too much. <laughs> uh, Wake up tomorrow, uh, just talk, like... Hey, guys. Roll an intimidation uh, check right I now. for 150 years. <laughs> <laughs> I smoke for like 30 I have to years. My throat like this to be able to talk to people. <laughs> I speak with a hole in my neck. But it just hurts in general, so I can't hold that. So I gotta reconsider my <laughs> what uh, my voice is gonna be. What's my name? What's my name? Can you tell me again? I woke up. I I'm don't. Like... I with no memories. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, you really? were angry in the beginning, Ferret. You didn't want to make any ties. Look at you now. You're a big softy. Why, guys? Why were you so angry at Zylo? Why didn't you believe him? Well, I tried to put myself in the position of, like, if I truly had just one day woken up tied to a tree in the middle of the forest with no memory of how I got there or who I was or anything like that. And the, on, the only indication to the most recent interaction with anybody would be this person. Anybody could be lying, you know? So for that short amount of time, especially, you know, while intentions still weren't 100% clear... Um, Ferret was very distrusting of Zylo in particular because of the close proximity and having admitted that he had been there the night before and he could fabricate whatever story he wanted. He still could have poisoned one of those tarts or something like that, like drugged it or something. And that could be why I am in the situation I am. So once these two kind of came into the mix and were like, hey, you know, we don't have any memories either, is when I feel like I was able to start putting Ferret more into a little bit more receptive of Xylo. We did you also had your, your buttons. Because I didn't get buttons. mine until we didn't, after but, the swamp. But we didn't even really recognize that until much later it wasn't past it wasn't until past the no it was before level one i'm pretty sure it was no before level two i'm pretty sure we it was had pre- ours but we never noticed them no it wasn't you guys noticed you, yours you before. do in this in the swamp episode on yeah. your way yeah. to the swamp but you that but that was after the whole tournament and everything right so that would be before the current right but i also feel like about. Because for Charles, like one, like that whole moment of you guys realizing that you both had these matching pins, um, it wasn't until the very end where you realized that you had the tie. 
Yeah, and it was more like, okay, well, what the fuck does that make me? Like, you guys clearly belong to something and should know each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So while you're at the end, you find a piece of parchment on the notice board. The Minos Tournament! Yes, yeah. the tournament. And we'll gabbed on who would win. And it wasn't any of us. I was the closest. You were. And you rolled so poorly. I just rolled so crappy. <laughs> no, if night. you had rolled, rolled well, you would have won. I would have crushed it. No problem. Um, so on your, so you all decided to go to Crete, the bigger city, either to enter the Minos tournament or to watch. I know Charles was on the fence for a while. Yeah. Um, on the way there, you were able to get closer with Zylo. Uh, you fought your first Stemfalian bird. How'd you feel about that first fight? It was, in, it was pretty straightforward. Yeah. It was, it was in interesting showcase on the first enemies that we'd be fighting, I guess. Um, yeah, it was a creepy bird. Yeah, it was, it was one of those ones that you weren't really expecting, but it was pretty cool, especially after we killed and, like, harvested everything that we could and utilized it in the ways that we could. Um, I think it's a pretty cool enemy to have with you know usable resources i just kept thinking so, don't sorry, die just keep staring at me it <laughs> would the worst way to go would be to get shit on by poisonous well, dumb <laughs> wouldn't that be an awful that'd way be to the die? terrible that'd be terrible what happened oh he got shit on <laughs> literally literally yeah. got shit on the bird flies over Charles. He poops. He poops on top. Oh bloody hell! You of need Charles. a move. Burn his face off. <laughs> um, did you like Xylo in the beginning? I did. You like Xylo right off the bat? Yeah, because I got mad at him for uh, trying to fight the bird. You did. Um, you were like distraughtly mad. You were so upset. You were like, stay safe, stay hidden. Well, I told him I was I like, love you. Frodo, <laughs> <laughs> you are the only one. You are the chosen halfling, Zylo. Uh, I, I don't think it was more like you were the chosen one. It was more like, we didn't know who the fuck, well, I mean, I wasn't trying to speak for the two of you. But like, but in, in Charles, no, at the time, I was Leader of the group. <laughs> I'm the leader. Charles Grayson, leader of the group. I yeah, because it makes you guys so fucking mad. He's <laughs> no um, longer part of the group. We kicked him out. <laughs> He's the leader We're actually of in two group. groups right now. <laughs> it's Charles and his group, which consists of Charles. And then there's... The three of us. Yeah. The three? Uh, no, it was more like I. Charles didn't have any memories. Like he didn't subsection. know who he had. He knew from the fight in the tavern that he was capable. And then seeing just some honest man who's sick um, just seemed like it was unnecessary for him to put, a, put his life in danger like that. Especially when he's got... Like, his end goal is to make it home to his wife. Um, so it's like, Charles first 
good intention, I guess. Like, if that's the, the first good thing that he would do that he remembered, then so be it. Yeah. And then he gave us that cool gadget. Yeah, the pocket cam site. Yeah. Dude, that thing's so fucking cool. <laughs> when did we pick up the egg? Exactly. That was that was after the, was the tournament. That was at the banquet. Yeah. Uh, so you oh, continue yeah. on. Okay. You make it to the city of Crete. After a few days travel, you fight a few birds. You get to know Xylo. Xylo is a halfling, for anyone who doesn't know. Um... And you make it to Crete. First impressions on the city? The bro guards were fucking phenomenal. Yeah, they were great. They were fantastic. We grew Chad. to be good friends. Chet, Chad. Jeff. 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 Spelled with a G-O. G-E-O. G-O. <laughs> Wait, no, we didn't fuck up because she didn't know. She didn't say anything. It's just that one guard. Right, What's his name? Jeff. Oh, okay, Jeff, the if that's what you want his name to be, Jeff the guard fucked it up. All right. I know one of them is Chet. Yeah, Chet, Jeff. <laughs> I'm doing very generic. Bro I'm names. Running. Yeah, bro. Keith. Twenty year old Keith. super bros. Tom. Skyler. Tom. <laughs> hey, don't you shit Please. talk my manager really like that. Really quick, T. My sidebar is that that's what my one uh, gag gift for Christmas at Native Roots was. Was it was these wine hangers? It was just a bunch of surfer dude little guys that would hang on your glass, and that's how you knew what who's your per what, who whose drink was what. Because it had the name of the dude on their butt, and it was all of those names. It was definitely Keith, Brad, Jeff. Oh, Brad. Uh, Brad, I Chad. forget what the other names were, but that just cracked it. Go on. Well, so you named Jeff one of the Brad. guards, then you named Jeff one of the dock hands, and then Jeff the guy who uh, they just like the name Jeff took in, in that cat. No, no, that was, that was Greg. 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 That was oh, old Greg, Greg was the horse, horse and, Greg and Greg was, was the, Greg. the and then okay. Was the Sorry. man who talked talked very slowly. Very slow. It was painful. Oh, yeah, the brogards were good. That just came out. Um, and they weren't brogards at first. The first guard you guys met was not a brogard. No, I think I think as time went on, they were like, no, oh, our, our job's chill. There's some yeah. cool people here. They got broyer. Yeah, they got broyer. <clears throat> It got it was, very held up on them being like, yeah, fuck the Graysons. And I was like, guys, we can't do this. And you're like, okay, cool. And I was like, yeah, no, guys, weird. we can't do this. That was a cringe moment for me. Yeah. Also, my entire... Yeah, how did you find out about the about your family when we went into... Um, I didn't know. So entering the city, I tried like dropping my name because I was like, I'm a prince of sorts, and my name should carry meaning in places. And then the guys were like, well... We hope you're not. No, she was pissed at us because we both went in and they were like, oh, we're full. And I was like, oh, well, even... At if, the end? Yeah, at the end, the first inn that we were trying to get into. And then he's like, yeah, we're Grayson. And she, her eyes got all big. And she was like, are you serious? And we're like, uh, That's right. maybe. <laughs> Why? <laughs> the guard gave you a look, but then just kept going about his business. Because mm -hmm. he didn't, like I said, all the guards name. are under the age of, what, 25, I think I said? So yeah. Like, they're all young, so he was probably like, what? I've heard that name before. No fucking way. Yeah. yeah. But 
the whole, like, introducing ourselves in the tournament, that's probably, like, my biggest, oh, yeah, I did that moment that I've had <laughs> so far. <laughs> and I panicked. So that was hilarious. I, like, ha- I wanted you to say that, and then when you did, I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> We got Charles Darwin on our team. Right here. So you found out out that your family was not welcome in Crete? Why were they not welcome in Crete? I didn't find that out until after the tournament. um, Because the wall in the banquet hall had... Tell like the, the city's history, and it told the story of like the Minotaur. I could have sworn the drunk dude told you about him. Yeah. Uh, oh right, because he told us. Mickey's. He told us about the. Yeah, you guys went to a, an, a the cheapest inn after the first inn turned you down. Yeah, yeah. they were. Um, you met the drunk guy. Crete and Athens, which is where the Grayson family sits, um, were at war, and. Uh, my father pulled the whole Trojan horse maneuver on him. And that was like a very dark day for Crete. But I mean, they came out victorious, so hey. Um, I don't actually know if they were on, at war yet because my father was referred to as the ally for the longest time. Um, the ally. The ally. So they were like friends. And my dad was like, ah, fuck you. Power! Um, <laughs> that tends to happen, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, so they're like, yeah, fuck those guys. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, fuck those guys. Good thing I'm not named after this. Uh, Lee got hit on by that barman. What'd you think of him? We all know what Ada thought of him. Of <laughs> uh, Nick Hayes? <laughs> um, I kind of remember his name. I don't either. The drunk innkeeper. Yeah, and then <laughs> it was terrible. I don't know why. That I tried to steal from and. Yeah, that you couldn't steal from. You kept rolling poorly. Do short yeah. women just get hit on more? Cause I think it's because you're my only like, lady. Yeah, and all my male characters just want to hit on you. Apparently, but. And what about your last interaction with Zylo before you left? H- how did you feel? I feel um, kind of sad. Yeah, it was a, it was a. I was off with that. Like, I I like Zylo. I thought he was a very genuine person. Um, but I mean, as a player, it was like, yeah, it makes sense. He's not going to follow us around everywhere. He and wasn't a fighter. No. And yeah. He had a mission of his own. Yep. Well, if I feel like at that point, I, um, he was like, ferret was more. Along the lines of uh, realizing whatever, whatever, I guess, humanistic attribute or trait that he was, that Zylo was looking to fulfill and whatnot, um, he came to the realization, okay, it's just a dude trying to do whatever he's going to do, and was a little bit more indifferent about the leaving, but uh, like, more or less understood why. Um, but honestly, don't really expect to experience any sort of communicate with him anytime in the near future, at least. Um, but hey, he could be proven wrong. Don't know. Yeah. 
like anyone, I have had on and off feelings about him. But then in the end, I was, because he was like, yeah, I'm going to go with you. And then he's like, no, I'm not going to go anymore with you guys. And then he explained why. I was like, okay, that makes sense. That's fair. <laughs> hard were, to lose. Once once you gain a dwarf's trust, it's hard to, like, just be like, yeah. You, were, you, you can were leave. Very That's off right. and on with him. You're like, I love this guy. Fuck this guy. It's with every NPC we've oh, encountered. Fuck him. I don't know. Fuck that guy. Okay, okay, they're helping oh, no, us a little like, bit. No, oh, you missed your attack? Oh, fuck you. you. <laughs> it's true. Oh, you picked I, up a sword and you're charging in? Fuck yeah, I like this guy. Oh, you missed? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I hope you, you die in a fight. What are you doing? <laughs> Oh, that's so true. What do you yeah, mean fuck. you've never had training? That's um, obvious. So the next day, Zyla leaves you, you go to the Shady Inn, and the next day you wake up ready to enter a tournament. Participate. Yeah. Got up early, got in line. Did you meet some new characters? Yep, we met several new characters. Very interesting Who'd you meet? new characters. Um, we, Bjorn. We met. Bjorn. I like to think of him as Blue. Jay. <laughs> um, Robin. It's, 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 it's more based of off a family what joke. Um, oh, okay. But. Um, Describe Bjorn. Bjorn was a big Goliath with, with a bushy mustache. A bushy mustache. And, and a very. An Arctic ferret. Paku? Yes. Body? You see that he has a very full, plump moustache. Is it fake? Impressive. I thought Goliath, the point of Goliath is they couldn't grow here. It just happens. It's magical. It could magical be a magic hair. moustache. <laughs> we don't know. Magic uh, okay, what are they saying? Can I listen in or is it just chit chat? Like it's. Say something to him. I don't want to. You don't want to? Okay, then don't say anything to him. I'm not super, <laughs> uh, maybe I will. Baku. He wasn't very talkative. He's just like, yeah, I'm here to enter. I'm like, okay. Yeah. We based it off of a, uh, heated game. Well, he he made this character and based him off of a League of Legends character to, uh, to fuck with me the entire time. Did it fuck with you? Yeah, a little bit. The entire time I was like, I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> Uh, say one of his things. Oh, uh, God. Mother always said, don't lose. <laughs> he did say that a lot. Who was the other character? There were two. There was uh, Robin Egg, who was always eating corn. Yep. Always. There was Pip, or was it Pep? We don't fucking we know. We don't know. Pip or Pep, one it's or the other. <laughs> Pippy Peppy Pep. Pip Pop. Pip the sassiest. Of halfling monks. So you went to go enter this tournament, and Charles had a plan that nobody wanted to go along with. Do you remember your plan? He was he was like a crackhead with no money left. (laughs) That is what he sounds like. If you re-listen to that episode, you kind of sound like a crack addict who needs your fix. And then fun. afterwards, I fucking panicked and robbed the, the yeah. ticket box. Yeah, yeah no. It, We're lucky we didn't get in trouble for that. Yeah. And then, when Charles was leaving, he kind of stole some money. 
and continued on his way. I, you stole it. Persuaded no. someone out of some money. You stole money. <laughs> By talking to the guy. You're a con artist. So you stole money. You steal money all the time. I without talking to people. Yeah, that's part of my Yeah. Oh. So why are you judging me, Red? Because that's not so your why are you judging me? Right? Yes! Oh my gosh, yes! Those are those are things that I look back on now right, and I'm just right like, now. wow, I did those things. Well, yeah. it's like those moments in real life where you're we trying to go to bed and you, you think about when you were thirteen years old and you just like why the fuck did I do that? Yeah, that, like those are moments that I have, and this is a D and D world. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Like, I fucking well, did that. in real life, you also gripped my arm and were squeezing <laughs> harder face. and harder. <laughs> we're not always gonna get along. Yeah. Uh, just like we don't get along in real life. Sometimes, sometimes our characters don't get along. Yeah, it's it. This, these are fantasy world, but real life situations and real life emotions. Like, mm -hmm. they're playing their characters to the best of their ability, and they're playing what they think their characters would do. And man, you were panicking and freaking out. You had no memories and no money and didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Of course you were freaking yep. out. You panic grab. You know what I mean? Of course you were freaking out. Yep. Um, so we start the tournament, and the first, uh, the, f what do you call it? It was a Match? running race. Not a match. Event. The first event, thank you. I was gonna say competition, but I like event. Oh yeah. The first the event first. was a race. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pip I mean, came in first. Well, I helped Aiden make his character for this, and I was like, okay, what class do you want? Or he's like, what's what are the events in the tournament? And I told him it's a running race, it's a throwing contest, and then it's like a fist to fist fight, one on one. And he's like, okay, I think I'm gonna play a monk. I was like, yeah, fucking of course you are. And I was like, all right. Harley's letting us get really a hand-to-hand -hand combat. Harley's letting us get a uh, a feat at level one, and he's like, "Okay." He reads through him. He goes, "I think I'm gonna take mobile, which you get ten extra movement speed." Um, and I was like, "Fucking, of course you are." So going into this, Charles didn't know this, but Colton, I was just like, "These two fuckers made their characters for this." You episode. know what's so funny? No, no, no. In the foot race. Oh, the foot race. You, we came in last in the foot race. I think it was Pip, Bjorn, Ferret, Charles, Robin, and yeah, I got Lee. beat by Corn Guy. How did you feel about that? It was defeating, but I knew my strength wasn't in the like. I if I was gonna lose, like I expected to lose in this one, so I was okay with it. But I was like, all right, you really gotta. I was not looking Hit forward to this. Next two. Cause like on the poster, all the events were listed. Charles is like, I'm not, not good at any things. of those things. <laughs> the mediocre best. How did Ferret feel? Short. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's hard being you know four foot tall, having to do the uh, the hurdle portion of the the yeah. foot race. Um, but he made it work. Um, other than that, uh, top three, can't complain, man. Like, yeah. Did what yeah, you got that, to do. That start, especially. Yeah, it was help. a terrible start. Um, like, well, the, f the very first was fine. The, um, the stretch right after that was not so fine. There was tripping, falling. I think everyone fell. Or did, or did Pip, Pip make did everything fall? No, yeah. he, he was, was the only one. Yeah, Pip did not fall. He, he was made for that foot race. Yeah. yeah. Literally, as we said. Not uh, Robin started two rounds after everybody else. Fell, well, he didn't fall. He would just stop. 
Yeah. And he would That's take so multiple boring. breaks in front of the hurdles to eat his snack and then continue on. And he still didn't come in last place. Yeah. Just, yeah. just rubbing it in a little more. <laughs> uh, the second event was the archery event. Um, I think you came first. Yeah. Yeah. Last to first, baby. Mm-hmm. Did you feel good about that? Oh, yeah. I felt great going into battle. I was like, see, this is where you redeem yourself, Leave Tarasa. Time to bring it. And these, and I, I really wanted this tournament just so you guys could, like, test your skills in a safe environment. Um, that wasn't necessarily combat, but... Yeah. How did you guys do in the archery competition? I don't remember. Yeah, I honestly... I don't think I don't, you did I don't well. You didn't place. I don't think I was last, though. I think Robin came second. Really? If not, Robin did first. really. No, no, no. Lee came in first. On the archery. I, thought, I think it was I thought, then Robin. I thought they had like the same then. role at one point or something like that. Robin did well. He was meant to be an archer, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Uh, and then the last and most important part of the tournament, which was the hand to hand combat fight. Uh, who went first? Oh, God. Um, I want to say. You and, um, no. Oh, I think it was me and Aiden. It was you and Pip, yeah. It was Charles and Pip went first. Because I just love that you hid in the sand. Yeah, and he beat the shit out of me. He got you really quick. Like, you were down in, like, two rounds, right? Yeah, I I was down two rounds. He went first, and he hit both attacks. Because monks have this thing at level one where they can hit you twice. Yes, that, which is, I didn't know monks could do that until he started playing. I was like, fuck. Um, (laughs) so... He hit me hard, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to try and sneakily get my hex spell off. And you're like, okay, roll a sleight of hand check to see if anyone notices. I passed it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to punch him. Because I have no strength, um, so I needed that extra magic damage. So I got a good hit in, and then I was like, okay, like he's got to beat a 16 or something like that. Um, I don't think my AC was that high yet. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'm, I've got a good chance. Like, maybe I can survive this round. Nope, he hit, like, both attacks again and just knocked me the fuck out. I will Eldritch Blast the shit out of you! You gray-skinned motherfucker! You will get murdered and take yeah, kill you. competition. Yeah. yeah, it's hard um, at the lower levels with the uh, small hit point. Level one is hard, especially because you do what? What was your what was your hit points? What were you at like eight each? Dude, when I first yeah. started, I think I Barely had double digits. nine. No, yeah, it's level one. I think I had yours nine and my hit starting points. hit points are eight plus your constitution modifier. Yours is ten plus your constitution modifier. I didn't have any. Yeah. So you have ten, and then armor class is still kind of low. Yeah. I um, uh, so the second match was between Ferret and Bjorn. <laughs> How'd that go? Uh, it was, I can't do that. It was, it was Naruto music. We did it so... If you re-listen to the Minos tournament, which I know Max, that's like Sorry. the one she's Sorry. listened to. We do that, and we do a pretty fucking good job. I don't know <laughs> if it's because we were drunk or what. That's, that's the only Sorry. way anything good happens. It's like David versus Goliath, where Goliath still fucking wins. 
Yeah. Talk about um, what you did though, because what you did was amazing. It was, yeah. So it was very hard, especially being so squishy as a first level rogue. Um, my armor class wasn't that great, and my health points weren't. And he is—he was a what? A barbarian, Goliath. Yeah. So any damage that I could have doled out would have been halved, no matter what. And he's a fucking Goliath barbarian. Yeah. So he was just a big dude. Um, I hope we bring Bjorn back. He yeah. definitely. So he got. Um, I don't think he got initiative on me. I think I hit him once. Yeah. You have. Alert. So I got the first. I got the first round, and I think I went in and basically just whiffed or barely got him. And he did not like that, and then punched me into the dirt. Literally punched me down into the ground. So I used that opportunity to be like, "Yo, um, my strength is sneak attack. I'm just gonna kind of roll with this and." hide in the dirt that he punched me into. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from that point... Um, couldn't hit you because he couldn't see you. He couldn't hit me because he couldn't see me, so he came over and he's like, where'd you go? Um, and at that point, being small, which was very beneficial in that situation... Um, I mean, just pop- the fact that you hid yourself yeah. in the dirt the of a stadium... Cool. Yeah. yeah. And and then popped straight out and punched him in the jaw. So yeah, being, I thought it was it was it was very lucky, and fortunate, but um, it definitely did not end the the um, underdog sort of way that I would have liked. Because um, basically, right after I hit him, he punched me into oblivion again. Uh, so, but at least it didn't go out like a bitch. So. Yeah. Felt pretty fight. good about that. High five. Hi. Yeah. You didn't go out like a bitch. Did not go out <laughs> like a bitch. You fought your little fucking gnome heart out. Yeah. Uh, Dude's like eight feet tall. He's twice round. my height. Our third fight Fuck. of the first round was between Lee and Robin the Egg. Yeah. How was that fight, Lee? He just ate corn. I don't really remember. Like, he I think I hit ran him away. twice. Yeah. And that was... Other Didn't than the one between in? you and Bjorn. Like, I didn't even really beat him. Didn't he just be like, I'm done? No. No, you beat him. I threw our fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you beat him. But your fights, Lee's fights, were the longest fights. Yeah. Like, everybody else was out in a, a couple rounds. But Lee and Robin's fight went on past ten rounds. Oh, okay. I think it hit, like... No, I think it hit ten. But it was because he, he was a fighter and he could... Yeah. Hang in there for yeah. A while. yeah. Well, and he also kept running away. I do remember that he would run away and then just eat his corn, and she would. No, no, no. She kicked dirt on his corn. Because that was. Yeah, he was eating his corn, mocking her because she couldn't hit him, and she was like, "Fuck you!" And she kicked dirt on his corn. Mm-hmm. And then he got upset. And then he got yeah. mad. So insulting. Me playing Robin, I was like, Fuck this, this bitch. bitch. We're in a fight, bro. Dirt on my corn. Yeah. No place for corn here. <laughs> so I beat him. So then Lee beat him. Uh, just like baby, baby, you gotta feel it. You know, you gotta really I wasn't feeling it last soon. time, but today I'm There's feeling it. Look, I'm feeling a little. I'm numbers. winning. I'm gonna win. Right. I'm gonna win. You have to think that way. I'm gonna win. A six. You said that after you threw it. I'm gonna win. You're obviously being sarcastic, so it. no, You're it's not gonna work. You're doing it. Gonna win! Two!
Uh, the people to go on to the next round was Lee, Bjorn, Pip, and there was a wild card slot, and Charles got that wild card slot. How'd you feel about that? Um, I don't... I remember being picked for the wild card, and I wasn't super excited, but I was like, I'm already in this deep, might as well. Um, that was my fight against Lee. And, uh, I, I ended up just throwing it, because I was like, hey, there's three of us. And my crackhead, poor, broke mindset was like, well, if one of us wins, it's probably going to be her. 50-50. Because I also didn't want to fight Pip again. And I definitely didn't want to fight Bjorn. Um... So yeah, I was like, fuck it. If, if anyone's going to beat Bjorn, it's probably going to be Lee. So I, I definitely threw the fight. And in the second round, we had Bjorn and Pip go up against each other. This was oh, yeah. an intense fight between Bjorn and Pip, which was also super fun just to have them come play with us. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love having Nick and Aiden come play with us just because they, they add a different flavor to everything. But Bjorn and Pip's fight was truly epic. The smack talk was ridiculously good. And even Bjorn was speechless from the shit Pip was saying to him. <laughs> there was a point where he just went, I'll let you have that. <laughs> and I know he was saying, I'll let you have that. But he was saying, I don't know what even to say to that. Yeah. Because uh, it was that good. And um, it was a lot of fun. And if you guys are listening to this, we love having you. Please come back on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank all of you who have listened. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. really Thanks for listening. Definitely yeah. was uh, surprised when Harley told us that we had like 90-something listeners. Come, like this was around, well, no, around Thanksgiving. She was like, we have 90-something listens. I was like, what? Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of listens. So th yeah. now the number's like one... 140. Yeah. One, 140 listens in 12 episodes so that's like what 12 to 13 listens an episode Something like Something that. the minos yeah, tournament can... which is the one we're talking about right now has the most listens at 18 so and i understand why because it's fucking funny <laughs> there's a lot of shit going on so there is but no thank you we want to thank all the listeners out there who are actually you know listening to the podcast we appreciate mm -hmm. you guys tuning we appreciate in. you so much we appreciate you. We hope you keep listening because trust me, like gets better, level better. one, yeah, level one, like Bjorn would say, is is the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> what, what, what do you have to say? They call me Avalanche. <laughs> I don't remember why. Anywho, <laughs> anywho, Bjorn beats Pip eventually in this epic showdown. So we have Mac, or sorry, Lee that beat Charles. Bjorn beat Pip. And we're going on to the final round, which is between two barbarians. Of course it is, because let's be honest, level one is a little unfair if you're a barbarian. That rage aspect where you take half, half damage. damage for, you also get a, it's an insane. extra two damage to your melee attacks while you're raging. Yeah. It's insane. Like, it's such a great boost, especially for level one. Lufthrox is going to rage. Oh, I couldn't get there. I got so excited my actual voice came through. Lufthrox is gonna rage. Lawful rage!
got so yeah, I'm loving this enraged thing. This needs to be a bumper sticker. I'm enraged. Right. So. Uh, so anyways, this last battle was between Bjorn and Lee and a little bit with Charles too. Yeah, so you guys want to explain that? Um, you can go ahead. It's your idea. <laughs> yeah, it was my idea. Well, explain the fight. Start with the fight. How yeah. was the fight going before Charles stepped in? Um, it was like a great boxing match that no one wanted to watch because it was a bunch of misses. The same motto. It is uh, <coughs> if you are losing, make it look like you are not trying. That is an actual family motto. We say that at games. <laughs> if you're losing, make it look like you're not trying. <laughs> For both sides, I was missing a lot, but then Bjorn was also not starting to not roll very well. But then that was helped by Charles a little bit Do trying little. to friend magic on the sidelines. In the time frame while that was happening. That's definitely, like thinking back, that's definitely not how that spell works. So thanks for allowing that to happen. It also made it interesting, I guess. Yeah. So Charles, you used this spell on Bjorn. How did it work? It worked. He, um, I convinced him to, magically convinced him to stop attacking for a couple rounds. In which I missed every single punch. <laughs> it was a close fight, though. It was. End. It lasted for a while. It was fun. Like, I was standing up because it was fun. Um, but yeah, two barbarians, both in rage, helped make that last. And it was fun. And we were both kind of like, wow, this is a great match, but <laughs> nothing's landing. So probably people who are just watching it from the stadium are like, oh, this is really not... <laughs> We're we thought this was going to be supposed to hit her. This is like the well, final match. Like this is going to be great. Well, and no one's D hitting anyone. Well, also in D and D, like a huge thing with armor class is that's when you roll an attack. That's what it takes to do damage to you. So in a storytelling aspect, when you're a big burly barbarian like that, like the punch could hit you, but you're just so muscular and angry. Mm -hmm. that Damn you don't boy, he thick. It's like the same, like, picture picture fighting That's a... That's a thick-ass boy! Picture fighting a giant dragon, and you're in melee with it. It's really hard to miss it, but it is really hard to penetrate its scaly armor to actually hurt it. Well, and I also think about it, too, is it's not necessarily that you're missing the blow. It's the natural reaction, because everybody who's been in a fight reacts to whatever blow is thrown, whether it's well or poorly. And I believe with the dice roll, whether you hit them, they could, you know, just block it or yeah, parry we it or something like that as a reaction. Too. Well, and, and all of these actions take place in, like, one round is, uh, what? Six seconds. Six seconds, yeah. So six seconds worth of combat. Yeah, because ten rounds is a minute. Yeah, so if you Which miss... blew my mind when Golden told me that. I was like, no <coughs> fucking way. So so if you're now combat, it's the only thing I understand, but... Technically, <laughs> everybody acts simultaneously, or, yeah, simultaneously yeah. around. Yeah, everything's happening at the same time during one round. Everybody's moving, but within certain turn orders yeah. but like I get mixed up yeah we play a lot of D&D &D here we do we do we play a lot fun? um so yeah in the end of the day you are one that match <laughs> which is very sad
So Bjorn won. Mm-hmm. I freaked the fuck out. How did out. you guys feel about Bjorn winning? Well, I freaked the fuck out. Yeah. I, what, what did Charles do when he freaked the fuck out? Went to the stole, betting box. Stole money. And I lied that I uh, bet like 200 or something gold on Bjorn winning. And I was like, I need my money. And he's like, we'll, we'll get to that. And I was like, no, but I have somewhere to be. Um, <laughs> yeah, you did the pressure he push. Freaked. Yeah. I, I was freaking the fuck out. Yeah, Meanwhile, like, oh, okay, cool. Ty and I Here in the background go. are like, what the dipped. fuck are you doing? I fucking dipped. Mm-hmm. And what did you leave at the stadium? Uh, all my weapons. Yep. But you left with 400 gold. Yep. How did Lee feel? Uh, It was a little disheartening to lose because I really thought I was going to win. But with all of my missed punches, I'm like, man, this old gal's got to get it together a little bit more so but in the end of the day like it was a good match so it's okay i was a little salty i think later that's just a mac thing uh and that's true mac gets a little salty when she loses um don't we all girl don't yeah. we all yeah but it's the same way yeah so three, i got guys, but once, remember level three and how i handled that <laughs> once i knew there was a banquet later with a bunch of food and drinks i was okay how about bjorn's little friend Ferret. Um, he was very, uh, he was cute and cuddly and fluffy and all that sort of thing, but, um, You're like, that's my thing. No, 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 it's not my thing. I'm going to fuck, no, I'm doing, I'm doing Lee's Ferret has a very, because he is a, a forest gnome, um, he has a different relationship with animals in the regard that they're more of an individual and stuff like that. So it was like meeting a, a, a stranger, or an individual for the first time um, and kind of getting to learn that personality. Uh, he honestly kind of thought he was a little bit of a dick, but at the same t- uh, I keep saying at the same time. Um, you can he have was, more than one emotion at once. Yeah, he, he, he thought he was a little bit of a dick, but also that it, there was that understanding that this is his person and this is his bond uh, with, and there is a skepticism to random strangers and stuff. So, um, but he kind of opened up Sounds to... Familiar. Well, he definitely opened up to um, <laughs> Nibbles... A little bit more, which was, which was fine. It was like so. Then the after banquet. after Bjorn won this tournament, you all headed to a banquet. All of you together, except Charles, who had stolen money and fled from the stadium without any of his weapons. Fuck! 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 He <laughs> fled the city. And at the banquet, you met a new character. Allo Avanti is actually a major role in level two, and will come back again in level four. I don't think that's a spoiler. No. Uh, the only spoiler is that you know she doesn't die. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, so, you go to this banquet. Oh my gosh, this is when you first met Lucius. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you feel about Lucius at first? Well, I thought he was a sketchy fucker from the start. Yeah. Why did you think he was a sketchy fuck from the start? I mean, so just, we- just me and my fuck politics mindset as it is. We all know that the king's never the one truly in charge. And just the way he knew everything, um, like he immediately knew who I was and kind of threatened me right off the bat. 
I don't know, like even even his presentation, I know he's a very formal servant of the king. He just seemed like a he, he just always seemed like he he knew something he Wasn't something telling. you don't or shouldn't or I don't, he had something up here? his sleeve. Yeah. Like, not I'm to me. Like I was that. oblivious that he was just another guy. Yeah. I mean, he kept giving me a look, but I didn't know if that was just because I'm a Turns old out. dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> no. Apparently, he had a grudge, as we'll learn later. But... <laughs> he kept giving you looks, and you were just like, What's up? Doop de doop de doop. Yep, I'm keep doing my thing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, when, well, we first, when we first met him, I agree with. Charles or Colton, um, he he seemed like ferrets. Ferrets all like about the freedom to do whatever you want. He views like kings, queens, and anybody monarchies, any tyrannies, anything, um, kind of as a hassle, more or less. Um, he doesn't really trust them because there's some ineptitude of corruption or some semblance of a power hungry individual or something. So like when he first met him, he realized it was this person sees basically personally the day-to-day affairs and goings on of the king. Day-to-day being from farmers complaining about stuff to, you know, the... War across seas. Well, yeah. Um, the the spy network thing. It's like the Cold War th- stuff. It's black ops and things like that. So he, that's part of the day-to-day. So he knows that too, and he's dealing with it. So the real person who's doing anything with, you know, the kingdom was him... So there was a big air of suspicion there. And then as we get into the next portion, it was just a reassurance being like, I really don't trust this dude. Um, And I don't think that there's, I think there's more that's letting on. Especially when you just had the egg. Well, that's in a, in a minute. So, so we go to the banquet, right? This is the first time you meet Lucius. Lucius is the butler. Um, and at the banquet, you meet the winner of the tournament last year. She was... Do you guys know Arlo Avanti? Arlo Avanti. What was your first impression of Arlo? Well, she came up and approached me first. That's, that's Nadia. Arrogant. That's, that's the, <laughs> yeah, it was Arlo, Nadia. Arlo is literally the most confident <laughs> version of Nadia. Yeah. Yeah. Achievable. So and a little more aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Way more pushy and stuff. So it was very arrogant mm-hmm. and assuming and stuff like that. Um, very empowered. Yeah. 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 Um, but it was also like very presumptuous on motives and stuff as well. Um, Who's the first one to talk to her? Was it me? Me. Was it? No. no it was Leaf Trossa. Mm-hmm. Was it? I thought she got no, me first. It was Leaf Trossa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Leaf Trossa went to her table because she's the only she one talked sitting there. And, and then she talked to drink. Charles, and then she talked to you. Oh. She did walk up to me, and she, she was just like, <laughs> "Hey, I need I a crew." I, I She's told, like, "I need a crew." 
and I think the three of you are capable, so you're coming along. Meet me, meet me yeah. in the alley. She kept saying meet me in the alley. Yeah. What alley? Yeah. So when she, she came kept, up to it. Okay, also, though, I told her to get my, so my motivation that I gave Arlo, right? Like, she played off that really well. I told her, get them to join you to fight the Minotaur. And that's what she fucking did. Yeah, because I yeah. started by telling her yeah. I have to talk to my comrades. And she's like, where are they? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> well, she was very aggressive from the get-go. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was very, um, it's like if, to, to, to me in the character role would have been like if a crackhead off the street just said, come on, what's going on in the future? You got a crackhead role tonight. Also, though, so you are was... both rogues, and both of you were so suspicious of the other one. Like, yeah. you guys' interaction was hilarious. Well, and because heated. because she was like, you you were like, why should I trust you? And she went, why should I trust you? Yeah. <laughs> she slammed tables a lot. Sorry if if you haven't listened to that episode. She really slams tables a I lot. Remember when you were playing Super. as her? Yeah, that was your only thing that you did to try to embody her. Just like tables, you're like, I'm sorry, guys. I don't know. I just know to do this a lot. (laughs) She she did it a lot. Yeah. No, well, that's that's the the point. It is the gavel. It's a lawyer thing. Being being the rogue class and everything is everybody's got a motive. Everybody's got something to gain. What's their point and stuff like that. That's the type of person. That's that's how I talk to you. So you meet Arlo. Oh, we're right? about to get real rogy. <laughs> she <laughs> real is, quick. <laughs> she is a strong female human woman. Um, you meet her at this banquet. She talks to each of the main characters and tries to convince all of them to join her on her quest to kill the Minotaur. She was the previous winner of the Minos tournament the year before. She kind of persuades you guys, not fully. She just keeps saying, I'll meet you in the alley. Nobody knows what alley. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was so, so great. Funny. I thought it was well, hilarious. <laughs> Let's go search alleys now. <laughs> right? So then um, the, time there, <laughs> the time comes. The time comes for Bjorn. Is she there? She's a rogue. She's real good at hiding. <laughs> <laughs> the time comes for oh, Bjorn to obtain his prize, which was. Do you guys remember what the prize was? A kiss from a muse. A kiss from a muse. Do you remember the muse? I compare you to the kiss from a muse. Um, Calliope. Except Heck yeah, Point Mac. I never get these right. Mac. The muse was Calliope. Um, as you know, a kiss from a muse can it can give you enhancements in your life. Uh, for our main characters, a kiss from a muse will restore a memory for them or multiple memories as they know now. Which was our main goal in entering the tournament. Like mm-hmm. money was extra helpful, but that was our main purpose. It was Charles' the only driving factor. <laughs> he was like, "I'm never gonna get that money." I'm I'm supposed to be rich. I need to be rich. <laughs> um. So they entered this. Tr- uh, now I'm totally lost. Okay. Anywho, so Bjorn is going to get his prize. This kiss from a muse. The muse walks towards him, and as she does, she transforms into a harpy, which was very startling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. she was transfixed on... Did you see that coming? No. No, not at all. It will play in later. 
Oh. No. Nope. Well, she's still out there somewhere. That's, that's my only uh, hint Cal- that I'm giving you tonight. Yeah, that's what we're, Didn't that's we get what her? we're saying. No. Nope. No. No. Calliope's still Cal- out there somewhere. Cal- no, you killed her, but I'm saying you will find out why that harpy was there. Ew. Yeah. That's, yeah. So we didn't cool. kill Calliope herself. No, you we killed, killed her. Yeah. So you fought this harpy. How did it go? Not um, great. I was transfixed along with It was Arlo. all right. I uh, stole the egg from Robin first That was off. the closest Charles came to death at first. At first. Um, not come later. Um. <laughs> um. You, were, you were on your own mission. You weren't even fighting the harpy. What were you doing? Ferret's always on his own mission. <laughs> well, it's, it's on... And that's my... still a running joke. <laughs> I'm usually on my own mission to get the upper hand or to distract, divide, and conquer sort of thing like that. But this one was to... Um, cause Robin had the egg and I saw that she was particularly interested in this egg and whatever he had said, saying that he's going to trade it for land and whatnot. Robin had an egg? Yes. Yeah. What kind of egg? We didn't know at the time. W- what did it look like? It, it looked like an egg. Red. It was a small red egg? Yeah, it was a small Why red egg Why did he egg have the egg? egg? Cause he was trying to trade it for... No, the king told Land. him to the go. The king told him steal. to go steal an uh, a harpy egg, um, but we come to find out that it's not a harpy egg once we finish this battle. Um, so he grabbed the wrong egg, uh, but it was particularly it's this harpy seemed to want the egg back for some reason. Um, so it was very very interested in it, and to me was get the egg and you kind of controlled the leverage. So even if we weren't hacking, slashing, and whacking the shit out of it, and we're still in a bargaining situation, we still had the bargaining chip. The thing that it was there for. So I was doing whatever I could to secure why this thing was here and answer that question. And because this was an important thing at the time. So I took it. Important at the time, important throughout. Yeah. It's still important now. Ezekiel, my sweet baby boy. (laughs) The youngest among us is baby daddy. (laughs) I I just want to high five you all night. We can't. We can't. It's forbidden. Oh. I want to say forbidden. Do you want to just do it later? Do you want to switch spots with me so you can high five Harley? No, it's okay. Well, she's really killing it with her rhyming and her jokes. So I'm... So, <laughs> um, so we, they were fighting the harpy. Charles came the closest to death for the first time. Yeah, how, I, how was I, that? Well, I Charles's motiv- motivation was like, I'm someone who's not supposed to be here, so mm-hmm. I should pr- try and make a good impression. So it was, um, I think I stood up between it and the king at first because he got like thrown Slashed down the right off the hallway. Yeah. Um, shot some. Eldritch Blast! The Eldritch, Eldritch Blast! blast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I just what ran at it, because Charles is a sword fighter, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm doing this wrong. Um, I am drinking. <laughs> a female in our group today. Sorry, I'm getting a little tipsy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
So then to defeat the harpy, poor Arlo, it was her first session playing with us and she was in a trance the entire time, rolling with, um, Aren't there always like single digits? She was rolling um, like, with a disadvantage yeah. because oh, she yeah. was drunk. Yeah. Oh, um, she was but trash. But who, who, who gave the killing blow to the harpy? It was Lee. Lee. I, yeah, I, that was my only fight, I think. I, I woke up. Yeah, she was crawling on the ground from whatever these guys did. And then I woke up and then I was like, Ugh, and came in I with the hammer and got her. <laughs> smashed her head and in. just exploded her head case. Yeah, you smashed her head into the floor. And then we like forgot to Game loot her. You really Game of Thrones I Game of Thrones that. And that, that scene traumatized me. So I think to conquer really? that scene messed me up. I couldn't watch it. Which so I had to, like, in Game of Thrones when he's battling, uh, it's that, like, Spanish dude against the big mm. guy that's, um, not the wolf, not the dog, but he his brother. The mountain. Crushes the mountain. Yeah, he just crushes his head with his bare hands. I'm like, ugh, that disturbed me. So I was like, okay, get over that by doing it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, In I didn't know D &D that's what was going through your mind. Holy shit. A little bit, yeah. He's <laughs> like, just replay that and then you'll be okay. Did you loot the harpy? No, no we did not. That was a terrible choice. Newcomer we to D&D &D <laughs> did not realize. To we just... leave the, the city, come back, realize we never looted the harpy, and Lee goes and talks to the guards. Did you find stuff on that harpy? <laughs> She asked for their names. Can that was the next I have day. It? <laughs> um, so you killed the harpy. You had Robin pinned down, but they told you that Robin was in protection by the king. And they mm -hmm. told you you couldn't talk to the king till the next day. How did that make you all feel? Bullshit. And it was understandable. He was hurt. Um, we still hadn't really established who we are as trustworthy people. Neither did they. We, they're the fucking royalty there. They don't have to. It's their castle. Yeah, but they invited us, and then we got attacked by so? a harpy. So? There's a thing called the laws of hospitality in times like this, in the Middle Ages and stuff like that. And yeah, so we know that they're in bed and free food and free But drink. still, we didn't know that they didn't know. Rogue. Uh, so also at this time... <laughs> This is just tie. Also, at this time, so, Farad had this egg. What did you do with the egg? I tried to hide it, and somehow Lucius magically got a hold of it. Because I buried it and had Nibbles keep watch of it and let me know if anything were to happen, only to be met by Lucius and said, Oh, we don't need this, and gave it back. Um, so... He magically got a hold of this egg somehow, and that just further, you know. Yeah, you guys were the only ones that had like confrontations with Lucius. I never had a confrontation. Well, before that, we all talked about Arlo's yeah. proposition, and finally agreed upon it. So I went to talk to her, and I was like, "Hey, where are we supposed to meet you?" Because um, <laughs> you keep mentioning this alley. Like, keep mentioning we don't, this we don't alley. know what alley. She's like, "Oh, well, are you on board?" And we we're like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Well, that's all I needed." And I was like, "Okay, cool. We'll see you in the morning." And then Lucius confronted me in the hallway. I was like, "I know who you are." Um, and basically, he's like, "I can end you at any time that I want because I can just call the guard and be like, he's a bad guy. Kill him.'" Um, 
And then, yeah, when he had the egg, I was, that's definitely was kind of like the last nail for me being like, fuck this guy. Yeah. It was definitely, this is a bad guy and he's got other things going on. Um, but the next part where we go to, um, talk to the king. where we're tasked and we talk to the king and we're tasked with, um, going, he, he doesn't specifically task us. It's Lucius who specifically tasks us with going to the swamp in hopes that we would kill Gray, uh, um, and lift whatever affiliate, like afflictions on the land or whatever curses befalling the king. The um, Cephalian birds were cursing the city. Yeah. So at that point, it was kind of like, what? Again, we're talking about ulterior motives, but it's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you just did some shady ass shit mm-hmm. and you're kind of threatening and now you're telling us, oh, I need you to go do this. Well, if you're so powerful, why can't you do it yourself for one? So that doesn't make me think that this, this is a good course of action on the side of morality's sake. Um, but also it's like, what else are you got going on? Like what's behind those curtains up those sleeves type of thing. So going into it with high and strong caution. I was just being weary, weary. Where were we? Trying to Wary. figure this thing out in my head. <clears throat> now, the connections and stuff? Well, it's no, it's the connection and the rivalry and the symbolism between the king and the queen. So then the gang spent a few days making coin by doing some odd tasks around the city to make money to pay for things like healing potions. Leif Trassa went back to the bar, and she killed a bunch of rats for the barkeep, the drunken man, and he offered to feed her a rat stew, which she declined. <laughs> she refused I, I refused it. it. I was like, no, thank you. Yeah, she then refused he asked it. if I could, if I wanted to, like, stay with him or, like, for a kid. I forget what he asked me, but, like, to date him or something. I was like, well, thanks. I'm yeah. gonna go. <laughs> He's just doing this, itching, yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking hey, at me while he's, he's doing it, making full eye contact. contact. Let yeah, a man scratch what he's got to scratch. <laughs> Not when they're making direct eye contact with him the entire time. Okay, it's I stop okay. when I start conversation. <laughs> never okay. But if I got an itch, I'm fucking doing it. I would hope you would do it discreetly and never make eye contact with anyone while you were doing it. You that. should definitely make eye contact every single time. <laughs> it's, no. it's more like if somebody Anyways, catches me, I'll just so be like, yeah. Uh, Charles and Ferret went on a wild cat hunt. Yeah, where we investigated the home and talked to the the <coughs> owner, where she gave us some cloth and kind of pointed us in the usual directions and hangouts and stuff, and talked to people down at what the stables. Yep. Then we went down to the docks. How many Gregs did you meet? Two. We met one old Greg at the stables. One slow Greg. Running the salmon on a stick. <laughs> yep. Which was damn good salmon on a stick. It was damn good. One gold piece salmon on a stick. Smoked salmon on a stick. One gold piece. Come on down. Good. And then, uh, yeah, uh, found out the cat was injured and he was taking care of it. We took her 
by her friends, old Greg. The old, big old Greg. Uh, draft horse. Yeah, the draft horse. And then took her home, and her owner agreed to let let her go see slow Greg every so often. Well, that's her. Old Greg and slow Greg. <laughs> that was one of those There's moments. There's no regular Greg. <laughs> well, I think... No, we just haven't met regular Greg. <laughs> there might be a point within Soon the recording where Soon. at, like, she says it, and then all of us are like, wait, did you just name two characters? And she's like, I just named two characters right. all Greg yeah. in the span of two minutes. Yeah. That was guy who takes an hour to talk. <laughs> You're like, you guys haven't even gotten to the points that I wanted you to get to. Come <laughs> with me. Yeah. I, well, you guys are doing side quests now. I, Fuck I, it. I know. <laughs> well, she had to and improv all... that entire adventure. I yeah. improved that entire episode, Cats and Rats, because none of that was planned. Yeah. Well, it was, um, it was kill time. It was to kill time. It was also to earn you guys some coin because you had no coin, especially Charles. You had no money. Or no uh, Well, Charles had $400. I spent it on my new arm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, after you made some coin by returning the cat, not as much as you thought because Charles thought it was more than it was, and then after you killed some rats and made some coin, Mm -hmm. you had this coin, but you still had about two weeks until you were leaving for the Minotaur, and you, the three of you, decided um, to head out to the swamps, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to yeah. to, to talk to Graia and to. We had all decided that we were going to go out there and at least talk to her. Okay. Because from what we had gathered was that she's a very powerful magic user or being totally but also through the lore that we learned is she's related to um one of the muses the queen yeah she alluded to some of that history and that the -hmm. queen didn't truly want her dead so we were like well we don't really want to kill anybody who doesn't deserve it and she doesn't seem like she truly deserves it she's it's part of the king like has like the king did some shitty things yeah and then um, basically brought this plague down on his people and then wouldn't do anything. He'd just sit in his he, castle. He keeps time. continuing to do nothing. So we had set out with the intent to at least talk yeah. to her. Go meet her and figure it out from there. Yeah. So we started our journey the next day, early on. And more and more birds. Did we... We didn't try to fight any birds. No, we, we didn't, didn't kill them. We no. Just them out. Yeah. But we had we only piss her off. the quietest one we want. <laughs> yeah, we had, <laughs> what, two, maybe three encounters before, like, the actual swamp portion. But... Happening here is the wagon. We did not get very far at all. Six inches is a day ride. You have fair That sounded here. dirty. <laughs> Charles Six and inches is a day of ride. I found a Stymphalian bird in the bushes close by. He was in the bushes. He was in the bushes. He's the same man. Creeping. He 
That's he why you sleep. <laughs> yes, he was totally fine. So, <laughs> so <laughs> the whole point, the thought process that I was having was, I don't want to shout out because if I do, more birds are coming. <laughs> I would rather just deal with this one. But then it got increasingly worse. So this thing just kept been so. Can you say funny. it? Can you it was, say it? Because it's so funny. The quietest 1v1 of all time. <laughs> and he almost lost. And I almost lost that. It's so funny. It got funny. stuck. It's, it's like, I can handle it's this. beak oh, got God. stuck in my oh, arm. God. And then kept And I kept saying, me. as a DM, I was like, just shout out. Shout out for your friends. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Get down to three. Uh, hey. I got some help here. <laughs> I think my favorite part was just the narrative of you just yes. laying next to the bird because you're both just so fucked up, but you're still stuck together. Yeah. So you're like, oh, <laughs> just like laying you can't there. Do anything Neither of you can really do yeah. anything because you're so spent on your health. Just but like. Didn't we just wake up? Didn't God just like let us wake up? No, he finally yelled and woke us up. You, oh, okay. you grabbed the rope and tried to tie it up. And I was just, like, in no rush, laughing my ass off over to see yeah. what yeah. was going on. Aiden! Um, <laughs> I don't remember. Is that the problem? Oh, he's back. What was the last time? I just was not rolling well at no. all. Right. I had, like, what, sad. three... Ones in a row. It was bad. It was it was terrible. It's like, all right, I just fucking quit. All right, guys, come bail me out. Come so we were able to pull it off you, and then we just left it there. Dad, can you come get you. me? These people are mean. These people are mean. Um, and then we journeyed on after that. Or no, you had to wrestle. It, I guess it was right. We had to go on to meet Graya, and so we're meeting. Seeing more and more birds, but we we're trying not to antagonize or kill any of the birds. I mean, the next point you got more. to, you went into the swamps where the birds live. Yeah, you fought a few a few birds, and the yeah, mist rise so much you couldn't see anything. Mm -hmm. You all got separated, uh -huh. and you ran into different people from your past. Well, we didn't run into them. We had visions, visions that they brought to us. I'm guessing. Yeah. Because we we're struggling. More or less, it's not like, I, I guess, I feel like running into them would be like they're in the swamp or just like kind of wandering around out there, whereas it was more of like a vision quest sort of thing where they were there, but they weren't really there, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, because our visions are just them empowering us of like, just I have you, we'll fight the darkness together. Um... Just keep following. Oh, you guys that's where I learned. No, that's when she first. Episode. No, that's when she first told me that what I need is in the guts of the Minotaur. Um, in in the mist, Ferret is approached by his mother, um, which he finds her name during this conversation that he has with her um, is Lachis or Lachesis. Um. And while we're talking and everything, she gives me um, an object, which was a key. And she says that this will open 
any lock to any door, um, ever. Any. Mm. Um, and she's like, but it can only be used once, okay. after which it will deteriorate. So, to me, yeah. and in, in one of uh, the other memories that I had during level one, was um, there is a hint at a door that I knew about that I was trying to open, and I needed that I had been making this key and there was something within um, something called the Republic at the time, which we've learned in later uh, levels, but um, that there was something there that would be able to make the key function the way that it needed to. But this is where she said, but there is a limit and it's only the one time. So I need to figure out what the door was and why it needed to be opened and like all that sort of thing. So I know the thing works, but if we, if I divulge it to whoever, if we get into a tough spot where there's a tricky door or whatnot, I don't want that to be, you know, an option weighed on the table whatsoever by anybody else's influence. And that's why I haven't said it so far, especially because it was personally entrusted to me by my mother figure who we've kind of gathered are pretty powerful fate-like beings. That's fair. So that's that's what I received from that, and it was kind of the good luck, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> fight the darkness, you'll be great. Yeah, fight the darkness. Can you help me in other ways? Nope. Sorry. You good luck, kid. Here on. you go. Here's a key. Uh, what door does it open? Can't tell you that. <laughs> Thanks. You'd make it a lot easier if you just told me. Yeah, mine. I just got the <coughs> bunch of cryptic shit. I can't remember exactly, and I can't find my notes for it, but one thing I do remember is she said, remember, like me, you are the beginning. Interesting. And I was like, okay, well, what does that mean? <laughs> She's like, you'll find out. And I was like, okay. Um, and then the fog, after we had our visions, the fog cleared, and we were able to see each other. And then, so then there was just the little pond, and then Graea at the end. With her hut. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and there was a fuck ton of birds yeah, in there. Yeah, trees. Around. 20 of them. Yeah. I don't remember our conversation. Like, we were trying to be civil, but then she had to test us because we were in her home. Yeah, yeah, and that combat fucking sucked because yeah, we were, we we were all super spread out. I, te- I technically And then you went first, and then the birds, and then the two of us went. So by the time it was my turn, I couldn't move. Yeah. So I couldn't go anywhere to help anybody and i mean all of us were in the same boat well and the plan that we had originally drawn up didn't didn't we we, well we weren't even able to really execute it so like i was discovered pretty damn quick and at that point it's not like i could stealth again i mean i can do what i can yeah but and if i would have moved away from him i would have had i would have provoked at least two opportunity attacks from the situation that i was in immediately because i had two on either side of me or i guess one directly in front of me and one off to my left and then there was like two more up ahead of me so there was there was really nothing you can do you're very limited in a lot of regards for level one for stuff. So, but yeah, so you and I got our shit rocked, and then Charles <laughs> is like, oh, well, fuck I, I mean, first? both of you, both of you fell unconscious, and we're having to make death saving rolls. Yeah. yeah. You were doing good, you were doing bad.
For this battle, this final battle at the end of level one, I had I had a cap. They had to kill 10 Stemphalian birds before Graia stepped in and was like, please stop killing my birds. <laughs> so at this cap, I think they had hit eight and then Lee went unconscious and Charles had to take out the last two. Yeah. Ferret was already unconscious by this point as well. That was a stressful moment. But you had to take out two. For me. And I also But I was looking at 12. You I didn't were looking know at 12? Was, yeah, because there was 20 total. There were. We only had to kill 10. Yeah. I didn't know that. So I was looking at 12 birds with both of them unconscious. You were. It was super fucking stressful. Was it stressful? Yeah. Were you okay? Well, you were no. literally in the no. middle <laughs> between two I of us. Not too. Okay. Like, I'm on one side and Ferret's on the other yes. side. So you're like. You were in the middle, yeah. Well, well I, I need got, to fight my way to get to someone. Yeah, and I got out of. I think there was only like one within melee of me, and I killed it. And then I was like, okay, I should be able to outrun the rest because they have to get to where I am. But I can still run, so it was just a run, move, hex, uh, and shoot an Eldritch Blast just to keep them away. And I could be like, I could make them chase me um, for as long as possible. But yeah, once once I killed those two and she called them off, it was definitely like, oh, thank God. Yeah, I think we all were like, whoa. I had, I had 10 as my cap that whole time, and I was super worried during that episode that people would be like... You just did that because they were dying. And I was like, no, 10 was my cap. Like, honestly, 10 was my cap from the get-go. Charles was the P-O-W, POW. You were the POW, the player of the week. Yeah. And right. you saved everybody that that week. Yeah. In level one, Charles, well, because you... This one's, yeah. <laughs> No, this I, week! It's because I have a high charisma <laughs> score. <laughs> yeah. Charisma of 16, and I still talk like shit. <clears throat> I think you do okay. 16. Yeah. I have a charisma of 13. <laughs> 16 is my highest stat. <laughs> I have an 8 charisma. Yes, let's go! <laughs> Isn't it the same as your other character, too? Yep. My characters are not friend yep, friendly people. Well, they're friendly people, or at least Leaf Trossett is, because she's a dwarf barbarian. She just likes to drink and party. Yeah. <laughs> and then fight. The giant smash <laughs> things. Yeah. How did you feel when you when you struck that last bird and Grayo threw her hands up and was relieved? You were relieved. Um, I used all of my health potions that round mm -hmm. for that combat. Um, I only had one spell slot and I used that for my hex spell, which I feel like helped because the extra damage just helped me get through them quicker. Um, and that spell's cool because you can move it around after things die. Yeah. But yeah, that like I definitely had to use absolutely everything and it was stressful. It's pretty stressful. Did you feel like the weight of the team was on your shoulders? Yes. Because by this point, they, they had had their pins, and I had just gotten mine back, and it was kind of like his first moment of being like, yeah, I belong here. Yeah. 
So Charles felt like he belonged. Yeah. Was that a good feeling? We're still figuring that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, it all worked so out. Then she welcomed us over, and me and Fair are kind of like wobbling <laughs> over the there. Fuck. Just barely alive. Um, and then from there, it was pretty chill. I think she didn't really go into her story too much. She just told us about our memories a little bit. Well, she kind of did, and then, especially when she gave us that proposition, which was take her head back yeah. or, like, don't. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we need a minute. <laughs> so we just huddled in the corner. <laughs> we need like, a dude, yeah. this is some heavy shit. Like, what the fuck? And then by doing that... Um, the consensus we came across was just like like the king wasn't doing anything. The people were not doing well because of it. I mean, like, people were dying left yeah. and right because of these birds. And she said, if I can get the king, then I'll, you know, call my birds back to the swamp and... Yeah. Be alone. We're like, okay, so that'll that'll fix that problem. Mm-hmm. And Lucius gets what he wanted, but maybe not in the way that he intended. Initially. Everything comes with the price, basically, Lucius. Yeah. That's life. Well, yeah. and then the king himself is what he was alive for at least a couple hundred years. He was what? Over a couple hundred years. Thousand. We know Pacifia, which is his or? wife, is about 5,000 years old. He's probably yeah. younger than his wife. So, so either either way, they're, they're, they've lived well past, you know, any average lifetime. At the end of this, Garaya stopped the birds and she allowed you into her house. And she gave you this moment where you were able to see a glimpse into your past. How did that make you feel? started to not trust my mothers a little bit because the like they were the reason that um i at least i was in i didn't know that there are three fates yet yeah same um but started to not trust her a little bit and uh Yeah, that was the first time we heard of this giant looming threat of uh, the darkness. And as you know from anything, anything that's called the darkness is uh, bad news. Uh, Unless it's the band. Come on. Because I believe a band in a thing called, called the love. darkness. Yeah. Just listen to the rhythm in the house. <laughs> okay. So, mistrustful. Mine? I don't know. I still felt really bonded because that was the only person that. I had known at the time, like, had a memory of. So, for it to be revealed that I was such a violent, aggressive being, I just, I don't know, like, couldn't, not that I couldn't believe it, but just because of how I had set up my character, I didn't know how to process it at the time. And then, of course, as we progress through, like, that's just the tip of the iceberg. So, not that I felt that the memory was false, but just felt like it was a life ago, like a different person. So, that was a little odd, but I still wanted to find and listen to 
my mother, whoever this person was. So just still wanting to seek that advice. So it was just gonna follow anything that they gave me. Yeah. Or the only one at that time. Mine just explains the key a little bit then. How do you feel about the key? Um, I have, I have, so I, I know it's going to, I feel like it's going to play into a very specific door and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, maybe not. I just have that, uh, that game mentality where it's like hoard all your shit is like, okay, this is a very, here's a special weapon and it has very limited ammo like conserve it only use it sparingly and it's like never use it no 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 only use it sparingly never gonna use it ever got it that's kind of how I have one emotion towards it and then the other one is the opposite knowing that I have that I'm like no I'm gonna have to use it and then I feel like I'm gonna use it at the wrong time so I don't know I feel like um, I will have better feelings towards the key um, or about it or any objective with it um, as I learn more about myself and or our past actions and stuff like that to gain more insight. Because if I still don't even know what the fuck the door is, then I'm like, man, we'll see. That was going to be my question. It's is, just a do you, door. It's just a door. Do you think you'll know, like, what the key is for when it comes time? Or do you think you'll have info and insight enough to be like, so this I had, is what it's So I had a little for. insight into, um, with that memory that I got was, um, what, um, there's an allusion to the fact that I know the door. So after those memories, um, we hit level two. And for this last part of the episode, I am just going to ask the players a few questions on their experiences and highs, lows, things like that. So for the first question, what was your favorite session of level one? I think the tournament for me. Tournament because was that fun. was fun to do different things and everyone's because it kind it did depend on your role a lot of it, but it also was just who you were as a character. Like me going into the race, I knew I had no chance like winning the race because I was slow as a door, but. That 25 minute speed, man. What? Yeah. Dwarves move 25 speed instead of 30, like um, most things. Same with gnomes. So that was yep. fun just to do different types of roles that was a, uh, for different skills. That, that was, was fun one. for I me. I like that one. I think, I mean, as filler of an episode it was, I think the, the cat hunt with Ferret was fun for me. <laughs> because Charles and Ferret butt heads for a while, and I kind of liked doing so, and I had planned it for the for my relationship with Ferret, because, yeah. I mean, 
memories or not, there's yeah, we're we're polar opposites. He's he's a a dirty thief who grew up gutter rat, a gutter rat, and I was born out of nobility. So just something about me looks at him and it's just like ugh. So us like finally looks at him go ugh. Yeah. Um, as I turn around, I like hip check. This fucker, because he's a dick. You kind of get, when you're hip-checked, you, he puts his weight into it, and you fully kind of skirt over and fall down a little bit. Ooh. Oh, you see that? That's discrimination. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> we small people. You're always thinking you can trade on us. Did you see it? Did you see I'm here. Um, um excuse me, sir. Excuse Oi, me, sir. I, I apologize. Yeah, it's he not thinks with it's you. funny to go by the name of Ferret. So if he wants to be one, Ferrets get stepped on sometimes. Who the fuck does and this I man think away. he's This is my team. Yes. So us finally working together on something was uh nice and cool to see. Also, you we didn't talk about this. You uh Playing your prank on me with the egg. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, thinking you broke it. That was fun. I hated you, but it was it was funny <laughs> after I realized what was going on. I was, was like, a... I did you just fucking do that? And then you're like, No, it's right here. And I was like, Okay, that's that's good. That's yeah. funny. That was that was a good point. So, <laughs> so uh, play, playing the prank on him and just kind of the the little things that we did and more of the like character development and inner character development that we had throughout that um for like going to the shops and you bailing out on work and (laughs) i know when she was when she when Lee agreed to work for the blacksmith and then never showed up yeah never do that in real life it was still funny. Or it do, it's funny. your own business. Well, we but, just decided that... Well, that was the only reason why I was arguing that we wait a day or two. And you guys are like, no, like, we need to go now if we're going to do this. And I was like, but I just got this job. Yeah. And then <laughs> and we you still guys are like, so? Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should go talk to a dem- demigod so we can be back on time to go kill another demigod. Yeah, like, like, we have time. We have no, time. We really don't have time. You're like, <laughs> dude. What was your character's high or proudest moment in the level? Saving my team in the final episode. Fighting the birds in gray of taking three at a time, even though I wasn't successful. I think anytime I'm fighting and roll really well or just well doesn't have to be really well to make it a long battle mac it's your turn <laughs> boom i like to throw them dice right into the tray and i stand 22 up and I what are you doing i'm attacking <laughs> 22 i hits. rolled a kill i, I rolled, rolled a kill. kill uh quote by arlo <laughs> i would say those are probably my highlights of when i'm in my element as my character and I'm kicking butt as best as I can with yeah. what I have. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I think my proudest moment is going to be in the tournament. And I think, yeah, everybody knows. But um, 
being punched into the dirt and seeming to be punched out of existence, but um, coming up and just freaking uppercutting that Goliath and rock, like ringing his bell, rocking his day. Because it was a clear, like, clear as day who was going to win that in a straight up fight, but I at least landed a pretty decent hit that was just kind of like a, yeah, fuck you. So. Didn't really win much, but I won style points and kind of went out yeah. with some respect. <laughs> I think the dirt was pretty dope. We're all like, it was pretty dope. Cool. I was in fuck. I was yeah. loving it. Yeah. What was your character's low or cringiest moment? The entire tournament episode. The tournament episode for Charles? Why is that, Charles? Well, I wasn't well-equipped for any of it. Um, I was freaking the fuck out about money. And that was... We're going to split this, right, guys? We're going to split it? We're going to split it? We're going to split it? 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50. I feel like you're just Um, repeatedly saying 50 now. Okay. That's a dark side. Dark side. Do they have cookies? Do they have cookies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, again, like my, my character entrance, I should have just like walked in and just been like, yeah, I'm here. Um, no, I made a whole scene that was completely unnecessary. <laughs> and then I lost, which I already knew I would. And then... I panicked when Lee lost, stole money, <laughs> and dipped, and left. Lee lost. Fuck! <laughs> so, I left so quickly, and was so focused on robbing the betting booth, that I left my sword and my shield there, and had to send the fucking e-boy back. E-boy. To grab E-boy. my shit. E-boy. Oh, fucking kid. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, Mac, do you have a cringiest moment? Not yet. I want to think about it a little more. Can you go I on? definitely have the cringiest moment um, for Mr. Ferret. Uh, it was definitely the quietest 1v1 in existence that I definitely lost without the help of friends. Um... Yeah, that whole thing was, it should have been easy, and it should have been open and shut, and maybe come out looking a little worse for wear, but still be alright. And no, it turned into, I'm like, help. (laughs) (laughs) You know. For those that are listening, both of them just veered their heads towards me like, what is your cringiest moment? I think, I don't know, I think I'm tied between losing the battle to the wolf because I wanted to use that as like a, you're a badass warrior, you're starting off this game, like you can do this, and I was losing terribly was really annoying. And then the fact that I was just like, okay, never mind. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> like, as it was happening, I just tried to leave. Um, but then I'm... 
I don't know if it's cringy, but it was just annoying to be transfixed for such a long time and not able to do anything. I was able to shake it off and redeem myself with the final blow. But the harpy? Yeah, with the harpy. Oh. I don't know if I really those two are kind of tied for me. But like I said for the first one, the second one is just because I just rolled bad. I mean, both of them I rolled bad, obviously, for me to battle the wolf. It wasn't hitting and stuff like that. But yeah, I guess I would say the wolf, just trying to start off strong and then it not going well. I was like, oh, maybe you're not as hard as I wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> but you got stronger. You're a I got stronger, yep. Well, I think there's there's one more, but I think it was more of kind of a collective, all-around, cringiest moment. It was probably Slow Greg and Old Greg. For but more, more importantly, <laughs> the interaction of the Slow Greg. Oh, I take, yeah, after me, yeah, sorry, you can take your story. No, Hi. it just took, I'm there, <laughs> when I'm... I didn't know! <laughs> So I, that, I just like how I just like how halfway through that conversation you're like, guys, so I made a choice and I have to suffer for it. We're like, yeah, we're, we're all That's pretty much fucking suffering. That's literally how I felt the minute I made that choice. I was like, I'm gonna make this character talk slow. Fuck. <laughs> Why did um, I do this? These are great low moments for characters. Um, I'm gonna add fighting the killing the rats and then getting hit on by the barkeeper you didn't again. Like that? Nickies. Was that a low Nickies. point? After he made stew of the rats that I killed, mm -hmm. that was definitely like a man. I'm literally killing rats for guy knows how to <laughs> being fed for. Dude, guy knows how to was... put food on the table at least. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Don't question <laughs> what the food is. It's where it's from, but there's job. food on the table. Remember, because before I ate it, because I was about to, and then I checked with the. DM, I was like, wait, am I still getting fed at the castle? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm not eating this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were gonna. I was, because I didn't know if I was gonna eat again. Um, <laughs> what was the Shit. favorite character you met? NPC, it can't be played by another person who, who played with us during the time. What was your favorite NPC that you met? Who was your favorite NPC? I think the wow, now I just forgot his name. Corn guy. Like, Robin. Robin. The Robin. Egg. I don't know why I forgot his name. It's a very common name. Robin. Robin egg. cracked me up with just him wanting to eat and just do nothing else with his life. Like that's that's a great a mood. life. It's a mood. That's a mood where you get paid. Well, I don't know if he got paid dinner, but they're just like, yeah, if you can do this task for us and just make a presence, you're cared yep. for. He's yeah. like, dope. <laughs> cool. I'm all about it. I loved his attitude. Well, uh, yeah, he, he cracked me up a little bit. I liked, I have a, there's a few, but like, I like a lot of the multiple NPCs. Like, E-Boy, I can never tell if it was the same E-Boy or not. He was fantastic, but also, fuck that kid. Um, <laughs> Why? Why he works for the enemy. He works for the enemy. He just but gets paid also, to do a job. Still. And it's very minute jobs. It's not like, go kill someone. Still, still the he's enemy a little now. creepy. But he was still very efficient, and I loved his attitude, too. He was just so weird and quirky, and I loved it. But 
I also loved all the bro guards. Yep. Bro guards, yeah. Bro I guards about that. for life. But they weren't quite timer. bro yet. But they were all the they were same. They were all the same. same. Super bro guards, keeping the people safe. We'll make it And still bros. Fighting crime! Uh, did you want to drink? Yeah, I'll take a pour. Shotgun cheese is like smashing the cups on their head. Yeah, basically. Basically. They're drinking meat out of cans, burping pretty loud. <laughs> <laughs> Bogarts? Bogarts yeah. for life. Bro Bogarts for life. Bogarts for life. Charles? Um, I mean, fuck this guy, but I actually really like Lucius. I think he had this very um, uneasy and kind of yeah. sinister presence from, from the get-go. And later, Harley told us out of game, like, wasn't, like, he was just supposed to be a butler. Um, and you guys will come to find later he's a, he's a problem now. And we did that. Um, it's not that, like, our character's... Put him in that position. It's just more the way that yeah, we as players reacted. Against us yeah, she um, she took our feedback and, and turned him into something. Um, I really like how you did that. I think he like even from the start kind of made Charles feel uneasy. And I think he was just kind of a. I think he's a good character, and I'm I'm excited to see kind of how he. Lucius. Yeah. I, th I I don't think he's a good guy, of course, but I think he's a, a good character. character. Yeah, and it's it's. I love a good villain. Yeah, and yeah. I love to see the evolution of uh, where his vendetta lies. And like, I'm the cause of it. Yeah. Yeah. And not even realize that he's the cause of it. Yeah. He yeah, just still thinks he blames, you know, and it's just like, yo. He doesn't think he is bad. He thinks what he's doing is for a good reason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who was your least favorite NPC? The closest thing that I could think right now would be that slow Greg. Slow Greg? <laughs> Don't really like slow drink. You had to wait on every word. Oh, dude. Yeah, we were, like Ty and I would have side conversations in character while he's talking to us. Yeah. I was like, he's really just gonna... okay. <laughs> keep 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 trucking. Keep trucking. I'm just like, <laughs> you want to go get a beer? Because we're we'll probably Charles getting the shot up, please. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was frustrating. That was a, that was a frustrating character, but it also. I can't funny. help but like it because it, it added it added a little bit more to it and it was a funny character and uh, you know I mean Lee's favorite just makes me think characters I didn't like and I don't think there were any cause like some of them were just people in the streets some of them were just people who run shops and had no other pertinence than that yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of all I guess I didn't like the king that much. He yeah. just seemed like he didn't know what the fuck was going on half the time. He was just oblivious and, I mean, willingly arrogant to what was going on. He was like, I'm safe right. in my castle and I have everything I want and people listen to me. 
Or Avel. Like the only creepos. Fuck Eos. Even like Avel? Fuck Eos. Eos was a douchebag. Fuck that guy. I forgot about him. Yeah, the guy, first town tavern owner. The guy yeah, I was going to say him or the guy at Nick's. <laughs> Nick's! <laughs> you really don't like that Nicky's guy? No, like you're creepy and this is a shitty end, but this is what I can afford, so yeah. I guess I have to- Give me that it. rat stew, baby. Yeah, there was yeah a couple I hate other that days. guy. Now that you bring that up, I hate the guy that pissed himself because while I was battling the wolf, he like peered out from the tree. That wasn't the guy who pissed himself. That was no, part. it was because no. he pissed himself again because he was so scared. About me trying to battle the wolf. So yeah, no, fuck that, that guy. That was the guy who, as soon as I cast a spell, fucking took off running out of the yeah. tavern because there were three of them and I only actually dealt with two. Yeah, I dealt with the wolf in the middle of the night because I went to bed immediately when I got to the inn after she like took my clothes and stuff and I bathed and whatever. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna go to sleep. Yeah, it's mid afternoon. That sounds familiar. Looking at you guys. Fuck do you want from me? I like naps. <laughs> Nothing. It's naps fine. are great. I just, Especially I'm just not long a napper. Naps. But um, when I'm battling the wolf and getting my shit rocked, he just kept going like and like would hide behind the tree again. Then I'm like, I fucking see you, and I would try to like swipe at the wolf again, and he wouldn't do anything. I'm like, you can help me, and I would try to swipe at the wolf again. And he wouldn't do anything. He just pissed his pants. So fuck that guy. That poor guy. No, fuck that guy. Pants. Fuck that guy. He worked for Eos. They tried to mug me. I know, but like, also, he has a wife and child. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Fuck those kids. Wife and kids don't excuse your poor life choices, okay? Also, These are so we've not all real said wife and kids. I know, I know. Who was your favorite guest player, guest character that joined us in level one? I think Bjorn um, had character just because yeah. it's Nick building yeah. a character. Yeah. Um, but I also did like, I mean, I just love Aiden so much. <laughs> and every Such character he plays yeah, is just himself. And like, he was on it that night with, I mean, he shut me up, he shut Nick up. Um, yeah, he's ready to go from yeah. start. Yeah, he's like, ain't nobody gonna insult me tonight. He take no prisoners mode. The food. Yeah. Um, but actual character, yeah, Bjorn. Bjorn. He was, he just, it was something, it was based off a character that I know and love from a game Nick and I play, and also... He did it well. Um, and it was actually a character and not just my younger brother appearing in game. Yeah, she's ready to go. Just think about that one. I'll say Arlo just because her aggressiveness was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, the Listen. fist pounding on the table. The, like, getting fed up about trying to, like, get us all as a group, and then because we're so early as a group that we're all kind of like, I don't know, <laughs> we'll feel yeah. it out. Mm -hmm. And then she getting upset is like, okay, yeah, we're kind of a gang of a group that it, 
I think now if someone addressed it to us that we would handle it differently, but because it was level one and we were still figuring out who we were as individuals and how we knew each other or if we knew each other, I don't know. It was just a passion to the story of a, I'm on a mission. This is what's going to happen. Are you going to help me or not? And she just held true to that. So that was just a dedication that I was like, okay, yeah, we need to find our next thing. This is probably our next thing. I'm going to have to go with Bjorn by Nick. Just, I think he had a good amount of interaction and personability to it. And I think he played the character well. Um, whether you know what the game is from, or what game he's quoting anything from, or whether he's using the full thing or not, he still utilized it in a way that I thought was very entertaining um, and whatnot. But I liked... I just like playing with all of our friends and all of our family and stuff like that. So it's, it's very hard to try and choose. But I think if I'm going to choose one, it would be more on how well did they do to fit the story and improv and stuff. And I think Nick kind of made the most comfortable transition. our questions for the open discussion end of this episode and here's just a lightning round of some bloopers that i'm hanging on to that didn't get utilized within this episode here we go um all right let's god damn it i went scottish now because i thought of you all right i'll get some food to get ah oh, fuck I don't know what my <laughs> accent is it quivered just ever so here. slightly you see a furrow in his brow can you do, can you do that that was fair I would love that what? no you're southern country <laughs> like hers is southern bell yours is like dirt country <laughs> dirt country you're already no we already decided <laughs> no Oh, no. <laughs> it's gonna be Daddy Charles for the next three months, guys. Buckle up. God. You two are gonna be the most like fatherly thing to this creature, and I'm gonna be like, what's the thing? <laughs> Step behind, bro. You know, they tell us we're not allowed to bet, but man, I'm betting on you. You're just betting on everybody, aren't you? I'm a gambler at heart. <laughs> then why didn't you gamble? Why didn't you gamble in Vegas and win us some money? Doesn't mean you're good if you're drunk. Like to gamble. Yeah. Ty, it's like going what's six times nine. Oh, I really don't know. Let me try again. Let me try again. Take the take the toast. Take your toast. Take the toast. Slap you in the face.
<laughs> I mean, I kind of already punched you. Thank you for sticking with us throughout the entirety of level one. And we can't wait to see you in level two, where things get even stranger. Ferret becomes possessed. Lee rips open the guts of a creature and pulls a stone out of its belly. And Charles meets a little girl flying a raven.